Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world. Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. We've been married for 21 years and have seen the fruit from raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible. We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from their faith by age 18. And it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in the following world. Hey everyone, welcome to the Courageous Parenting Podcast. Hey guys. Today we are going to talk about something that's super important. We're talking about identity in Christ, but in regards to helping your kids embrace not being normal. Yeah, it's so easy for kids especially, but adults too, but kids especially to fall into the pressure to conform into certain identities, pressured by the world, pressured by peers, pressured by perhaps even the youth group or, you know, things they're involved with. That's right. And it's interesting how... I think a lot of us have become aware that there are some like-mindedness, like-minded topics with even within our our communities, our Christian communities and churches, but there's a lot of division there also. Is. And so and there are some things where you go, "Whoa, okay, so when we walk through a trial, that's when real faith is revealed, right? Yeah. And so maybe they were re- some things have been revealed in the last year regarding their communities or their friends or their kids their kids' friends. Hey, I would appreciate prayer for us. Um, we've had um, a period of peaceful times doing the ministry, and I just really appreciate that. So p- please be praying for us um, because it is so enjoyable when we're not <laughs> battling conflict yes. because we're sharing truth. And I just pray for protection. Pray for us that we'll be able to continue to be on Instagram, Facebook, and these places proclaiming truth. We're not watering anything down. We're staying the course. Always have. We've never not done what we feel the spirit calling us to do uh just because of fear Mm -hmm. of being able to use tools out there social media platforms or anything and so i think it's probably because people are praying for us so please pray for us pray for the ministry Mm -hmm. we appreciate that and it's a major part of being part of the one million legacies movement courageousparenting.com you can find all show notes everything like that okay isaiah 520 we want to kick it off with that because um It's just a really good, important verse. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. What does that sound like right now? Progressive Christianity. everything in the news? Uh Uh-huh. Everything happening in the world right now? Yeah. Wow. This is crazy. That is exactly what's happening. It doesn't feel like everything's upside down sometimes. It's like, wait a minute. You're calling this good thing bad, and you're calling this bad thing good. It's and now put yourself in your kids' shoes where they're trying to figure out between right and good, what's good and right and what's wrong and evil. And the reality is, is it's an innate thing in kids. I think um, a lot of them are just like baffled. They're confused by why are these adults saying that 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 that's that way when it's obvious that it's not. Absolutely. But imagine being a kid and growing up with that confusion all the time. That is something that we have to be aware of. And recognize that our kids need us to be leaders in their life. We need to speak truth to them. We need to make sure that they know um, that they aren't crazy. So here we're going to talk about four points that really will help your kids not fall into the wrong identity, not to embrace the wrong view Mm -hmm. of themselves. How we view ourselves is so 
powerful. It is unbelievably powerful. Mm -hmm. You might wonder, um, well, anyways, let's dive into it. Respect the challenge of the pressure. That's our first point for you. Right. There is a social justice movement that if you just took those words, those words sound good. Social right. justice biblical. movement. Yeah. That God is good. Justice. But there's a social justice movement that is so not biblical and so mm -hmm. evil, actually, in a lot of ways, that is crazy. And it's so really easy for your kids to get swept up in it if you're not diligent to bathe them in scripture and what's true and what biblical justice actually looks like. Right. So, so it's an, it's an important conversation that you need to be having. I would say, especially with teenagers. Yeah. I would say that that is the age category where like, for sure you should be able to talk about, um, some really hard topics regarding, um, why someone would be seeking justice, for example. Mm -hmm. um, I think you guys, I'm trying to just be careful because I know a lot of people listen to the podcast with their kids listening as well. And so it's it's an important conversation that you have with your teenage kids, That not just one conversation though. Okay, if you guys have been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you understand that none of our conversations are things that we think we should just have a one-time conversation. It's a discipleship process. It's something you need to continually be talking to your kids about. And I would say that's true for the social justice justice movement. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, who are your kids friends with and who are they friendly with? Friends are people, they're confidants, they trust, they vet it out. You can see the fruit in their life and so forth. And you like them too, hopefully, right? And you have them over and you know who they are and they have good parents and these kinds of things, right? So those are hopefully the friends. And then you have friendlies and friendlies are people who are in friend groups with friends and, and so forth. Both of them are important to understand what is the pressure being put on your kids to conform to certain ideas, like about abortion, about the issues of the day, about gender, mm -hmm. about race. Mm -hmm. How about should white people, no matter who they are, just because of the color of their skin, forever feel bad because they're racist? Because society believes all white people are racist. Well, that's critical race theory that's happening right now. You know, and, these are serious issues. Yeah, I mean, kids are being taught that just because of a color of their skin, they must be racist. But the reality is, is racism is something that's being taught to these kids right now and actually cultivated in them. It's being pushed on them in different kinds of ways. And so we need to teach our kids the same thing we've always been teach we've always been teaching our kids, which is it doesn't matter the color of your skin. And that God loves all people equally, right? Yeah, and we all stem and, from Adam and Eve. Yeah, there's actually. one race. It's called the human race. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you guys have all heard this, right? But th the truth, though, is that our kids are potentially going to be peers with people, even if you homeschool, are going to be peers with other people who might not be homeschooled or who are, who have been taught this critical race theory in a very non-biblical, judgmental kind of way, where it's it's damaging to their identity because that's what we're really talking about here today is the we as parents need to respect the challenge that's at hand as parents understanding that our kids are under a tremendous amount of pressure today to believe lies from the devil and this is one of them and one of them is is gender too you know do they right. believe how god made them or do they believe it's possible to be any number of things. Right. And are they being tempted to explore or experiment, if you will, um, 
because they are being raised in a world that is tolerant of sexual sin. And so we need to be, again, these are not just a conversation. This is how we need to be purposefully raising our kids every day, consciously aware of the temptations and the pressures of the age. I would just take a notice of any place you might leave your guard down a little bit about people influencing your kids, like church-sponsored events, Mm -hmm. church-endorsed things like that, or people with authority in their lives. Like teachers uh, or coaches or or youth pastors. Online exposure and what's really happening Mm -hmm. and what the shows they're watching and are they watching Netflix? Are they on TikTok and things like that? I hope not. TikTok, by the way, uh, China uses to get face facial recognition of everybody in the world. And why would they want that? Well, they yeah. use that in their own country because it's a police state and they want to identify everybody every minute and they have cameras everywhere. So what could yeah. they be thinking way long-term pre- preparation for? Let's use TikTok to have the facial recognition identity of every person in the Z generation. Yeah, interesting. Well, I'm glad I'm that we just, haven't allowed anyways, that in our home. Identity, but, yeah. identity is important. You got to know these things. You mm-hmm. got to understand what's happening. But what if someone, someone around them has that kind of stuff mm-hmm. too, right? Yep. So the second point is give biblical viewpoints often. Which I kind of just mentioned with having these conversations on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, but what you're talking about is having the conversations often, like even on a daily basis, where when you're having a basic conversation about something, you bring scripture into it. Yeah. Absolutely. So what does the Bible say about gender? What does the Bible say about marriage? What does the Bible say about Jesus? Why did I put Jesus in there? Oh my goodness, because there's so many lies about Jesus and who he was. He was God. Our children need to know that he is God. and if, that If they don't, they won't believe in your Bible in the way they need right. to. And they need to know that he did die and that he did rise again. He did. Yeah. And so... That's a difference... In many different religions, a lot of people don't recognize that Jesus died and rose again. They won't acknowledge that. And so, so yeah. So, um, how about race? How about abortion? How about poverty? How about capitalism? How about capitalism? Sin? Capitalism is important. I said it three times. I just want to get your attention. Right now, people believe socialism's good. That's how so wild weird. is that? It's so weird. I have relatives that have been exposed to socialism. It's horrible. You know, you don't want to. Let that seep in. Yeah, but it's never been done right. the way it could be. Look at any country that has ever been a socialistic country. This is seeps in. You wouldn't believe. And there's All clever arguments for socialism. And you can't just clobber it. You have to know and you have to artfully talk about it and you have to talk about both sides. I think where parents go wrong is they only talk about the conservative side of things. We need to obviously take that side, but you should educate them on what the other side says. Right. And equip them with the, the, the right knowledge so that when they get in debates with people, they can actually stand firm for the truth. So, um, so, you know, yeah. So point three here, actually we have a scripture for, for this one. First John four, three, mm-hmm. um, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, mm-hmm. which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. Okay. So there's... He's already in the world. So if it's not of God, it's of the Antichrist. Wow. Is that important to teach your kids? So is there good and evil? Yeah. And there's nothing in between. There's not even a word for in between. That's what the Think Bible says, guys. We don't... We're not, we're not we never, making this we never up. Make we're not making up. it up. Okay. Watch where they identify. So you need to be students of your kids. Students of your kids isn't having dinner with them when they're on their best 
behavior towards you. It is being around them quantity time enough that you really know the good times and the bad times. Mm -hmm. We all have good and bad times and to understand where they're at and have open communication where you can have good conversation with them. If you have littles right now, you're cultivating that right now. Steve and I realized that we were getting too comfortable with the world's vision of how to raise our children. What Angie and Isaac have done in creating this is literally phenomenal. This program provided awesome scripture-based teachings and just some really great practical applications. This class has just really rocked my world. It has given me a vision for not just the different things that we might focus on as parents who are trying to raise our kids biblically, like how our kids are behaving or what we're doing with discipline, but also the things of the heart. We now have a game plan to how we want to raise our children. We have so many answers to the questions that have been in our mind. It's not just these hypothetical situations or it's not just this, here's what I think you should do. It's let me show you where in scripture this is. Do your legacy a favor and yourself a favor and just do it. One of the best things that we've done this year, one of the best investments we've made this year, and I could not recommend it more. We're no longer fearing dark days ahead, but we're so excited to raise lights to be leaders for the next generation. That's right. And don't underestimate. I mean, this. okay, so I just have to take a little break in the podcast for a second because I need you guys to understand something. This is something that we are currently living out. This is This podcast was actually based upon a date night that Isaac and I just had where we were like, we really need to make sure that we are digging in with our kids on their identity because this uncertain world has revealed so much in the last year about what's being taught, about what other kids are being raised with, about all different kinds of weird lies that are popping up that are potentially a temptation. And so we need to like halt everything, evaluate, go screeching halt, and make sure that we know where our kids are identifying their identity. Do, Do you hear that? What are your kids identifying most with? Are they identifying with being a daughter of the king? Are they remembering who God made them to be? And when things start getting hard, they sit up straight, they straighten their crown because God's given them a crown and they Mm go, I'm going to do this and I'm going to shine for God's glory because my Mm -hmm. life's not about me. Or are they going to go, oh, well, it's me. Oh, things are so hard. You want them to understand that they're saints. God loves yeah. them, and they're so right here in Second Corinthians uh, five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. New creation. Now you don't just use the Bible as a hammer to your kids. You're a new creation, right? <laughs> you need to like have conversations. No, you use the and, hammer sword when you're fighting the devil, <laughs> right? This needs to be open and conversational with your kids, and it needs to not just be about this. Yeah. You use that in context of a bigger conversation of, well, what does that mean? Because sometimes I don't feel like a new creation. Sometimes I you know, look at the wrong things, or I or... struggle, or whatever. So what does that mean? You could easily, if you use this as a hammer, you could be turning them away for God because they don't understand the context of living this out. Right. That I sometimes... We don't feel like new creations, and that's why we need to read the Bible. That's why we need to pray to God, and that's, and that's but the, why we need to repent, and not just to, repent once. And then they could start feeling, well, I'm not good enough for God, and then you have a different scripture for that, and then right. you have a context conversation about it. These are over and over, and watch where they identify and bring the Bible mm-hmm. into it, bring biblical truth. You know, every generation has things said about their generation. None of us should identify with the things that are said about the generations. This is one of the most important things that you Why could possibly hear in this podcast. Read about your generation. Are you X? Are you a baby boomer? 
Are you Generation Z? You might be a millennial. Millennial. A lot of millennials. The the reality is, is in the past 10 years, this is what we were talking about on our date night, actually. Over the past 10 years, we have heard so many people say, well, millennials this. Well, my generation that. And I'm sorry, but you should not be identifying with anything that your generation is known for. If at anything at all that you identify to, it should be found in the word of God. And that's it. Because this is what sets you free. The truth in the word of God sets you free from the bondage of labels and identifications that the culture is going to try to put on you. And that's exactly what they do when they start, oh, this generation. Like, what did I hear recently? That the the young adults of today, the like 20-some-year-olds, the college-agers, right? They they are saying that their generation is the, the most lonely generation. Now... I can understand part of that COVID weirdness, stuff like that, but you still don't want to identify with that. Don't identify with the homogenized society. Why is milk homogenized? Because it's, it's made solid and everything's the same throughout. So you enjoy drinking it and they can sell it. Okay. Well, if society is homogenized, Christians are to be different. You're to stand different. You're not mixed in and blended in. Whatever okay. happened to the body of Christ, the members of it, with different gifts, different types of people. And then 12.2, you know this, and do not, in Romans, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Do your kids know that? Do they have it on their hearts? That is such an important thing. Mm-hmm. Watch where they identify. Help them think. Help them combat yep. the conformity to their generation. Uh, even in their thinking process. It's super important. Do you know know what what they're thinking about? I think that one of the biggest mistakes that parents make is that they wait for their kids to have this transforming um, transforming experience where it's like a one-time event and they repent and they're a new creation. It's like a one-time event. And, And I'm not... Guys, yes, we believe in regeneration. Yes, there is a time when your kids are going to accept the Lord. There's going to be this like amazing thing. But the reality is, is after that happens, like there are many times in your life where you need to confess your sins and repent. There are many times where you need to go, whoa, I don't need to be living in this bondage of this thing or that thing. I can be set free. That's believing in the true power of God and not denying its power like we read earlier in the podcast. Um, We need to remind our kids that they can be living in the power of God and to not deny its power. When it comes to their identity, how many young people go, oh, I don't know if I could do that. Well, why do you think that about yourself? Are you denying the power of God in your life? Now, one way to really make sure you're watching carefully is asking your kids questions after they spend time with other people. Hey, what happened? Who'd you hang out with? How'd it go? Oh, wow. They're a good friend. That's really cool. Oh, wow. What's, you know, what's going on? So those kinds of things are super important. So watch where they identify. Now we're going to go to our final point, equip for persecution, super important. And we have second Timothy three twelve here, uh, which is right. Yes. In all who do desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, but evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Mm-hmm. You must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. 
mm-hmm. and on and on. So super, super important to think about that. You have to equip them for this and help Before them understand it. Before they experience it, it though, yeah. right? So that when they do experience the persecution, they're not shocked. They're aware of what they need to be, um, what their response should be. We need to prepare our kids for what it looks like to love your enemies, to not retaliate, to have grace and all of those things. Absolutely. And blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. For more resources, go to Courageous Parenting and CourageousMom.com for free online workshops, blog posts, and best-selling courses. Also, we wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, we release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting. This is an incredible self-paced program where we cover everything from obedience training to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's a supportive community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone. If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentor program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.